Being an overcomer. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I am Stephanie, a mother of three, wife, and avid mountain climber. Beyond all of these, I am very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing to you Michael Bissany. He has been training clients and athletes since 2007. Being a personal trainer and a strength coach, Michael understands the differences between athletes and the general population. He has also competed in powerlifting competitions as well as the Strong First Tactical Strength Challenge several times. Michael also plays and coaches ice hockey and formerly baseball as well, so he understands the special needs of an athlete. He had the privilege of training the pro hockey team, the Manchester Monarchs. He also specializes in training clients with Parkinson's disease. Welcome, Michael, to the Intimacy Truth Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And today we're going to be talking about being an overcomer. I'm super excited and grateful that you're willing and ready to have this conversation. So tell us and all our listeners, how did you become an overcomer? Well, uh, I can go all the way back to my youth. Okay. <laughs> I'll just touch on that a little bit. Yeah. That's what just popped in my head. And I, I was bullied as a kid, big time in my neighborhood. Oh, wow. A lot of, a lot of bullying as a kid. I was a chubby kid. And, um, I think the, the one, it's just kind of funny story. I'll, I'll give you the 10 second story. There was a sixth, sixth grade at the bus stop and I had a, with the kid that was bullying me, kept on telling me to punch him. Aww. I did, I did. And he got suspended and I didn't get in trouble because the teacher saw the whole thing. And that was empowering for me. And then I had a great sixth grade teacher that really coached me up on life and how to control things more. And uh, he set me on a pretty good pathway back then, just a few years ago. Yeah, just a few <laughs> years ago. How amazing. That's so empowering. I knew I had no idea. And mm. so do you see how, oh, so passionate. Do you see how becoming an overcomer and really learning through those uh, challenging situations, yeah. how to take back our control. And now you're bringing that into your, your life in so many ways. Sure. And fast forward a few more years, you know, I loved playing baseball and I got mm -hmm. cut from the baseball team and that set me on a whole different path for the really almost the rest of my life. I stopped playing sports in high school and then turned oh, to wow. music because I play drums. Yeah. So music was a big part of my life for a long time as well. So that was another big turning point in my life. And so you're once you got cut from baseball, what made you stop? anger yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm all, I'm all done this crap I'm all done sports okay and it's just it's just so funny now here I am coaching high school baseball and hockey yeah. you know so I really feel this is this is my calling from the Lord is really just to help coach kids in, in sports and doing of course what I do for a living the strength and conditioning part of it as well right and music you've integrated music into your life too Yep. So I was, uh, you know, almost 35, 36 years, uh, a drummer, a professional drummer, a touring drummer, a local drummer. Okay. Uh, now I play in churches locally too, as well, off and on. So it's a yeah. big part of my life as well. Yeah. Yes. So uh, initially we had talked about um, learned how to change things last minute. Yes. Yep. So tell yep. me, how did that, how did that last minute, those last minute changes integrate between 
you know, that sixth grade bus stop to the baseball team <laughs> to the learned music. Yeah, you know, it's just those life events, right? Those flash events that you look back on and wow, that put me on a whole different path, whole different path. And, uh, and then music put me on the path to fitness, believe it or not. So it's, okay. so here I am, uh, 52 now. And way back a few years ago, I hit the big 3-0. And I had a lot of aches and pains and, and um, turned uh, the aches and pains when playing drums literally six nights a week, three hours a night for a long yeah. time. And everything just hurt, you know, and I turned to um, exercise to, to remedy that. And I never would have figured a few years later, I'd be doing it for a living. And now, of course, my 10th year in business, it just blows my mind how it all evolved. 10 years. And, yeah. 10 years next month, actually. Yeah. That's amazing. Are you celebrating? Oh, yeah. Big celebration going on. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very so, um, so you're, it's interesting how you like took a path and took a path and took a path. And now like all your paths are coming mm. together in this like yeah. midlife time, time frame. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no doubt about that. It's wild how it all worked and, uh, everything, uh, everything happens for a reason. Right. And, and he has a plan and I, I, you know, I, I, uh, just, just follow that plan and things are just really falling into place. They really are. And so the 10 year anniversary fast forward all the way to now the present is in, in a month is our 10 year anniversary, which coincides to our big move into the New Hampshire sports dome and hook set. So yeah. it's literally the same week as our anniversary. So no coincidence. <laughs> wow. See how life so, comes together. So tell yeah. us, tell us more about the, all, how you're, so this is huge because what you do for work and how you help these kids um, mm -hmm. become an overcomer in their lives mm -hmm. and, yeah. and not necessarily let those, you know, kids at the bus stop, stop them from living their lives. Like, how are you integrating yeah. all your life lessons into the work that you do? I, I love that question. Cause man, that's, that's, that's a great one. So we have kids as young as maybe 10 years old and as old as 20, 22, you know, all the way up to my age and beyond, but the, mm. the kids specifically, the younger kids, middle school specifically too, is, um, you know, we, we, when we have a group of 15 kids, we, we can look around and know what's going on with those kids just by yeah. their reactions to certain exercises, you know, yeah. and, and myself and my coaches, our job is just kind of not, not reach into here, but reach into here, right. Yeah. And see what's going on and take them aside and, and that's where things kind of evolve from there. And uh, it's just, it's just wild. We, so we have our new ad campaign hitting um, hopefully today. I'm waiting to see it, but in, in our um, ad campaign that we recorded last week, we had two high schoolers who had been with us for a few years, actually, that go to Goffstown. And in their interview, one of them called myself and coach Stefan, uh, like kind of like his big brother, you know, because he's been with us for a few years and that really hit home. And and the other one just said some great things about us too, that, you know, to us, and I say us, myself and my coaches, we're just doing our job. You know what yeah. I mean? It's our job, but we don't think of it as a job because we love it so much. But, you know, you don't realize when you have a kid that's 16, that's been with us for two or three years that you're really affecting his over his whole life because entirely, yeah. And it's not like sports where they only play for three months, you know, they're with us year round. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's a big part of their life and, uh, um, mentally, psychologically, um, even spiritually, uh, mm. physically, all the above. Mm. Um, we had another kid, a middle school kid that had like some anxiety stuff and, and his dad kind of told me about it and um, get a little spiritual here, but he ended Please? up getting back. Yeah. We ended up baptizing him at my home church a couple of weeks ago. Aww. So it's kind of crossing both levels of things, you yeah. know, we're helping them physically and spiritually. I, I really, that mind know, really body believe. spirit connection. Absolutely. For sure. 
yeah, so it's just an amazing thing that, that we're able to do. And of course, moving to the newer and bigger place, we're going to see way more kids, probably 20-fold to what we see now. Yeah. Um, and it's just all, all part of the calling. Huge and, impact. Yeah, and we can, and I say we, myself and Coach Stefan, Coach yeah. Alicia and our other coaches, you know, we've all played sports and we've all, we've all had life lessons. We, you know, we have, um, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. So it's great to just see, you know, how we can all help these kids in our own unique way. Take your strengths and your determination and your resiliency and all that muscle that you've worked, not necessarily that emotional muscle, right? You've worked a lot of emotional, spiritual muscles to get to being the influencer that you are on these kids. And then um, to speak to your, the, the, they play for three months. You're right. I never thought about that. Coaches are so impactful in a kid's journey, but only for those times that they play that sport, they're not there for the rest of the time there. And so the kids can come that season, rely on that, that coach, that influencer to be in their life, but they're not always there. So you're there consistently for, as these, as these people to help these kids, with rising their themselves above whatever their challenges are in those moments. Yeah. And I think that's the big difference with a strength and conditioning coach yeah. versus a baseball coach yeah. and baseball is a really extreme. I didn't realize it to what, you know, smart grocery coach in high school is we're only playing for a month and a half. Wow. We that's play it. from April 15th till Memorial day and then there's wow. playoffs and that's it. So we're with these kids for six to eight weeks and we're done. But if, you know, like the two Goffstown kids and many other kids that train with us, they're with us 12 months a year, two days a week. So you really, really get to know them, you know, and you're, yeah. they're part of, part of the family, as we say. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and now, to now even just thinking, you know, my passion for emotional health in our society. Um, mm. I, one of my goals is to help bring emotional classes, like just like we have gym class in our class, we should have yeah. a class for five-year-olds to learn how to play with other five-year-olds and, oh, sure. and understanding their own emotional intelligence at their age. Um, but yeah. same thing with coaches, like coaches, I know that a lot of coaches do it for their kids or to be with their kids and be like that co- yeah. that dad, right? Or that mom. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But really to have that mentality to come from it from a whole different perspective of being able to help them in a longer term game and not just volunteering for that that short period of time well I love what you said because that hit hits home big time so I I think I said earlier I coach ice hockey as well as baseball and um next season my son he doesn't want me to coach he's at that age you know middle school and I've been (laughs) I've been coaching well I've been coaching him for eight years yeah and you know he's going to eighth grade and the beautiful thing is his new head coach for the hockey team for next year uh is a young guy he's 26 he doesn't have kids on the team yeah. And he's really good and knows how to interact with the kids and really knows the game. So I think it's, 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 it's a great thing to see somebody yeah. like that coaching. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch. I really right. am. And he then, doesn't and know it yet. Good. Though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. but that's good though, because then you have the opportunity to still just be dad instead of be dad and coach. Cause that dual yeah. role can be challenging sometimes, especially for the kids. Yeah. Cause it's like, are you my dad right now? Or are you the guy <laughs> that's telling me to get my shit together? It's, my it, it, well, it's tough. No, it's tough because actually on the baseball team, one of the best players, his dad is the head coach. But what's ah. listen to this though? But he calls him coach, not dad. Oh wow! I like, which like is, I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. About my yeah. years coaching, you know. It's hey, important. coach. And it's, it's dad, good to, you know, it's so. good to set those boundaries, right? Yeah. Because at the exactly. dinner table is not the time to be having the coaching conversation unless it's right. invited, you know, lovingly. So right. Whereas right. you got it, you know, there's this parenting like. I want you to play hockey. So you have to play hockey. Not that you've done this, but some parents do do that to their kids. Yeah, and unfortunately. And those kids are miserable. Space to grow. Exactly. And right. then, and then, yeah. 
you come along and helping them with, with growing themselves as a human, like that's, you're not just strengthening their muscles. You're growing the entire human, which is so powerful. Well, confidence is a huge thing too. Seriously. Um, some of our kids come to us to build their confidence, you know, usually, usually, I mean, honestly, it's usually the parents that push them for that reason. But man, I'll tell you, we have one kid named Josh. He's at a local private school and the great story is he had two other brothers and they all played lacrosse, three brothers, all trained left at the same oh, time. Wow. And the middle one, Josh, his only goal was to build confidence to not only try out for the travel team, but to make the travel team. And even better, as I just talked to his dad this morning, I haven't talked to him in months. He's um, an, an All-American now on, on his high school team. He's a freshman. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So it's awesome. I love it. I just love so it so cool. much. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. So tell me more or tell our listeners really, cause I get to see and hear from you every week, which I'm very thankful yeah. for. So <laughs> how did EFX come to life? Uh, let's go back to the, you said 10 years ago, you started your business. Like where did that yeah. come to life for you? I love it. And again, I'll try to make it short cause I'll talk yeah. forever, but yeah. So <laughs> here I was, I was working at a, um, a gym in Manchester Okay. and I won't name names, but yeah. I was down in Salem at my friend's, um, fitness equipment store buying kettlebells for the gym in Manchester. And he said that he had a uh, open space at, at the bottom floor of his uh, fitness equipment store for a personal trainer. Oh. And this was on a Friday. I remember it vividly, obviously. This is on a Friday at the end of May, right before Memorial Day, uh, 10 years ago. And uh, he had equipment in there ready to go. He'd help me out with rent, not even charge me for a few months to get me going. Cool. So I literally talked to my wife, talked to my family, prayed about it. And, and I told him on Monday, I'm in. Uh, yeah, in two weeks, like so, I gave my my um, gym owner uh, boss a two week notice and yeah. started my business literally with twelve clients traveling from Manchester and Bedford to Salem. That's wow. what I started with, and then the very next thing, Stephanie, I did was join BNI in Salem. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and that was the clincher because that you know that really just boosted of my course. business big time and. Yeah grew by leaps and bounds and that um, shows too what commitment does when you commit to the process how what can happen in 10 years oh gosh yeah hello yeah and then two two years later i opened up manchester and that was all a referral to a bni group and yeah and uh here i am you know 10 years later still doing it and getting another facility with bigger and more space more kids and more to come too yeah Yeah, of course absolutely gonna get bigger it's wild (laughs) yeah i'm just taking it taking it and loving every minute of it and uh you know, like any business, you have your peaks and valleys, but right. but I'd say within the last year, year and a half, it's been nothing but going this way, nothing mm-hmm. but that. There's been no valleys at all, yeah. actually, which is amazing, especially with uh, you know the pandemic last year and stuff. Yeah. In fact, that helped us grow. That helped that helped us grow because really people did. needed people needed community, and you were providing yeah. a really safe, trusting, vulnerable community where people can mm-hmm. genuinely be who they are and share right. their challenges, guilt and shame free which is my mm-hmm. absolute, like, so exciting. There's really not many places you can go and get that. Um, so it's really awesome that you're providing that. Yep. Yep. And it was, it was amazing just to keep the business going during, during the COVID when everything got shut down with a couple yeah. months or so before we opened in June, because we were in the middle of our move to our current place ah. when everything got shut down and we just transferred everybody to online training and almost everybody stayed Two, we lost, literally lost two clients out of about yeah. 80 some clients. So it was amazing. How yeah. Awesome. I love and that. now. 
Well, now, Stephanie, now we have an online program that we've been doing ever since. Yeah, exactly. Mornings online because of COVID. Thank you. Yeah, right. Well, but do you see that's a sense that's a, the um, prime example of there was a picture next to pivoting <laughs> in the yeah. dictionary like that is exactly what pivoting is like going mm -hmm. with the evolutions of just changes and making decisions and being an overcomer, not yeah. letting those setbacks hold you back from living your true life and your the life that so I one of my things that I'm moving towards is I help people find safety in the freedom they create and mm. you literally help people find the safety in the freedom they are creating in their life through all of the work that you're doing it's not mm. just about taking that money to coach people right like that it's For so sure. much sure. more than that and that's amazing yeah I mean I it's really funny I, I think of one client of mine He's literally, a, I call him a lifer because he started with me a week after I opened my business. I still train him online to this oh, day, wow. two days a week. Yeah. But we were joking because he's a business owner too. And he's like, yeah. So I don't know. I think I was like cleaning the bathroom or something. He's like, oh, Mike, the janitor. I'm like, yep. And, and Mike, the mental health counselor and Mike, yeah. the life coach and Mike, the administrator and Mike, the accountant, you know? Yeah. So that was Absolutely. many years ago, but luckily I don't have to do any of that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. Luckily you've, you have the more space and which gives more uh, balance for your life and your energy and oh the love gosh. that you have to offer your family. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I have the freedom to be home right now, you know, the freedom to be able to coach baseball and the freedom to take care of my son as a single dad here right now, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, so blessed. So blessed. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you, Michael, for sharing your story. I'm really grateful that you were deciding to share this because your story and your evolution is literally the exact thing that I am working towards bringing to people. People deserve to hear that you are not broken just because you're stuck in this challenge or this mm. new place. Right. And, and yeah. when people get the opportunity to hear people such as yourself, where you were and how far you've come, they get to say, okay, I can do this too. And that is my goal Perfect. in sharing this. I love it. Thank That's you. great, Stephanie. Yes, I love thank it. Thank you for being here. All right. This is awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.